0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Catholic Truth Podcast. Let me ask you a question. Do Catholics need to be poor? Are we supposed to be poor? Right? Jesus condemns the wealthy. He condemns the rich. And there's a lot of Catholics for generations now that say you can't have money that's going against the gospel. You're supposed to be poor like Christ. Uh, you know, we're not health and wealth preachers in the Protestant religions and this sort of thing. But is this true? There seems to almost be a looking down on money. Yes, Jesus says money is the root to all evil, but does that mean money's bad? Does that mean we can't have it? And to talk about that today, we have an expert on this topic. His name is Henry Kutarna, and he is known as the Catholic CEO, and he is a professional uh, businessman, a private mentor, an executive coach, and he owns the exec, uh, Executive Advisor, a consultant group working with corporations and nonprofit organizations in executive coaching, advisory services, board governance, deal making, and other business development. He himself has served on countless boards. He's mentored countless CEOs across the country countries, and uh, many other things that we could name here. His resume is far too long, literally, to read. That would take up a show in itself. But he is, uh, as he says of himself, a Catholic and a successful businessman. So welcome to the show, Henry. It's so great to see you.
1: Thanks very much, Brian. I'm happy to be here to join you in this important work that you're doing.
0: Thank you. Um, And I know that you know a lot about business and money and consulting and all of that sort of thing. And so, you know, I want to ask you right off the bat, uh, kind of the thing I was talking about at the beginning, do Catholics need to be poor? You know, like there's this Misconception, perhaps, or maybe it's the truth that we can't have a lot of money, and if you do, it's gonna. Uh, well, I guess you're gonna be evil, like, <laughs> and therefore the church can't have a lot of money. Organizations can't have a lot of money, and you know, you kind of disagree with that. I mean, your job, one of your jobs, many titles, many hats, is to help Catholic organizations get the money they need so that they can do the work that they need to do. Is that correct?
1: Exactly right, Brian you know what i the way i look at it and uh, it's based on church teaching and the advice of many good you know priests and and others who are uh, well versed in this if god gives us a talent let's say he gives you or me the ability to lead to build a business to employ people to do good to make money to sell a product there's nothing wrong with that it's, it's morally a good thing because we are responding to God's teaching uh, and, his, and his ability to give us the, the graces and the talents that he's given us. And so with the good that we can do with that, we can create employment, we can employ people, we can create jobs, we can create income, we can pr- uh, provide some wealth uh, to, that we can use for charitable purposes then to look after others that are less fortunate who may not have that same talent. That's why I believe that you can be Catholic and successful in business.
0: Very good, yes. And um, there are a lot of successful business people. Uh, You know, and I, to be honest with you, up till maybe some years ago, uh, I thought having money was bad. You can't have too much. You know, you can have a little, but not too much. And it came from a Poor uh, form- formation. And then I read the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which kind of changed a lot of my perception. But then at the same time, I came across Catholic saints, like really big, like some of the biggest Catholic saints, like Francis de Sales, St. Teresa of Avila, um, big Catholic saints that say not only should you have money, you should try to make as much as you can. Because the more you have, the more you can give back to the Lord, the more you can use it for his services. See, it's not to make it for our own benefit. It's for the Lord and to give to charity, as you said, to give to those in need and to actually build up the kingdom of God on earth. Does that sound about right?
1: It sounds right to me. And I'll explain, uh, maybe suggest one reason why. Uh, You know, I'm a believer in creating what we call a Catholic economy. Now, that's not a, a silo kind of You know, separate economy that's, uh, you know, set apart from the rest of the world. It's an economy that engages the world. But if we can create a Catholic economy where Catholics hire each other, um, build business, sell, do business with the rest of the wider community. Well, we can create some wealth then, which then uh, is really something that we can distribute to others. But we can also do good with it. We can support the church. We can support the good works of the church. The Catholic Church, as you know, was was the institution that started the university system, the hospital system, the care system. Well, that is today people are concerned increasingly about whether those services that are provided by the state Typically, by the governments, are actually focused on God's work, and so sometimes Catholics believe that we can do this in a in a different way ourselves. And so, I believe that the Catholic economy is one way to create that income and the wealth that allows us to do good. This way, it's not, you know, Brian, it's not a prosperity gospel where some people say, you know, because you're um, you're because you know God's going to reward you because you're faithful to Him. That isn't necessarily the case. But if you have the talent and the ability, we can create a Catholic economy and we can do good in the world. We can employ people. We can create actually through economic power. We can even influence the culture. We can influence law and the regulatory system. And that's something that Catholics haven't been able to do for a long time. In fact, we're under pressure, as you know. We're being attacked right now. And so we need to, I believe, stand up in a certain way and fight this.
0: And how many churches are just always crying that they don't have enough money and organizations are crying that they don't have enough money, you know, and they can't do the services that they want and that sort of thing. And I was going to say that the diocese next door, they actually have been hiring business people so that the priests and bishops don't actually have to do the work of CEOs. You know, you can actually hire CEOs to do that where they can do the work that they need to. And that's a good thing, I think. Also, it reminded me of a story about Dynamic Catholic with Matthew Kelly. He had a yep. man who loved his work. He just wanted to join Dynamic Catholic so much and help him out. and. They met for months to try to figure out where he might fit, and they couldn't find a place for him. And both of them discerned that it wasn't for him. He was a businessman. He was in finance, and he made a lot of money, and he was very good at it. So he kind of came to the conclusion that, you know what? I don't have to work at Dynamic Catholic. I can make the money and do the talent that God gave me, and I can give the money to Dynamic Catholic so that they can do the work that they need to do so they've had a wonderful relationship ever since where he gives like large amounts of money and they give away large amounts of products and help evangelize a fallen culture
1: you know it's it's so true that that this is this is one of the things that we can do you know uh recently i've been working with some not for profit organizations that again mm-hmm. sort of like catholic truth if you had more money, Brian, you could do more things. I know you could have more people doing the good work that you do. And so one of the client groups that we had have at the Catholic CEO is not-for-profit groups that have a ministry, a kind of an apostolate. And so we're working with some of them to help them sharpen up their pitch ability. So how do they make donation pitches? Sometimes... We're not good at that in some of our not-for-profit organizations. We could be better. And so we take lessons that we've learned from raising capital for businesses, and we apply those to not-for-profits. For For example, a good quality pitch deck, a way that you can ask people for money to indicate the work that you do to show the value that you bring. Um, If that skill set can be more applied to Catholic organizations, nonprofits, then we can be better at that. What does it mean? Well, if we have more funds available to us, we can do more good work. We can evangelize. We can spread the gospel. We can do things that our Lord wants us to do by telling, you know, spreading the gospel to uh, all corners of the world and doing it by our actions. I mean, for example, the work that you do, I know that you could have more you know, impact if you had more people and more resources available and could be more places at once. If we could split you into five or six pieces, we'd have you, you know, doing uh, multiples of the work. That's the kind of thing that I believe we can do as Catholics. We can use these talents, find the funding, learn the techniques of business, and use them for the right purposes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for those who are here with us, we're talking to Henry Kutarna, and he is the Catholic CEO, and he helps churches, diocese, uh, people in general, organizations to uh, become more uh, financially healthy. So take note, Catholic priests take note, bishops, take note, dioceses. You know, if you are in need, if you need some expert advice, you know, you can uh, just look up the Catholic CEO. We will link his information below in our comment and description section, and you can look him up and see what he does. But uh, just, you know, in brief, uh, Henry, maybe you can talk about a little bit about what you do and how you do help Catholic organizations. I know you just talked about, you know, specifically, you know, the correct wording for writing, you know, asking for grants and money and that sort of thing. But what else do you specifically do to help Catholics?
1: Well, one thing you you mentioned it a few minutes ago, I, we have an offering called Parish Management 101. And this is designed for priests. And so currently, we are working with groups of priests all across North America, and actually in, in, uh, in Australia and New Zealand as well. And why we're doing that is because Priests, you know, seminary is busy. It's very full. Theology, philosophy, the apostolates that are done, there's no time. And suddenly priests are thrust into operating a facility, right? There's a church building, there's land, there's revenue, there's money, there's people, staff, committees, all that sort of thing, good works, the cost of running a building and a complex. So we're offering something called Parish Management 101 to help priests understand more about the business aspects so that if they become more efficient at that they can then spend more time on the priestly function so that's one thing we do the other thing we do is we offer a mentoring service so we help businesses catholic business owners come t- to us and we work with them they they want to run good businesses they're they, but they have to learn the skills and so we can bring to them we work with them as mentors we help them to understand how to be better, sharper, focused business people, better leaders, so that they can be more successful in their business, thus creating employment and income and, you know, having the money available to give to charitable good works. So we offer courses, we have online services, we have a a podcast series that we do as well. I interview people, I have a Catholic business wisdom series, that's kind of like a, a short form MBA, you might say, for Catholics who, you know, don't want to spend a quarter million dollars to get an MBA, but can come to our website and listen to our podcasts and learn about business. We do direct support to business owners who are Catholic and who want to live a Catholic life. And we work with not-for-profits who have a mission or an apostolate, and we try to help them become more effective in operating their system so that they can be, again, reaching more people and doing more good.
0: Well, I know I think I, I know I have learned from you and I could learn a ton from you. And I know uh, probably Catholics across the board, all the way up to the hierarchy, you know, can learn from your, you in the work that you do. God has given you this gift, God has given you this talent. And I love the fact that you're using it for a good cause. You're not out there just to make money. You're not out there just to, you know, have worldly gain and climb a ladder. You're out there to actually create a Catholic milieu and, you know, create a Catholic worldview, which is beautiful um and i want to see more catholics helped across the board so what's the name of your podcast henry
1: well it's called the catholic ceo so you can look us up on uh, on uh, youtube the catholic ceo uh, we also have um, a website thecatholicceo.com and there you can see a lot of our offerings our courses and things we do we have a lot of free material a lot of free information that is available for business owners and so uh, we can we can help in many different ways directly or Certainly through our podcast and our uh, series. We do a, I publish a daily, uh, several times a week, Catholic CEO daily email, which is a short 300 words tip on business, but tied to the Catholic faith. There's always a connection between that business tip and the Catholic faith. And so we do that. And there's a lot of people who really enjoy those, they say, and who uh, learn and appreciate what we do.
0: Yeah, so you've heard it here, folks. He does everything. Um, And, uh, you know, young Catholic professionals, the group old Catholic professionals, you know, please um, check out our show description notes after this program and check out his podcast, check out his YouTube channel, his uh, his mailing list, his website, whatever you want. I mean, this is something that Catholics need to get on board with. We're really bad at it, actually. <laughs> you know, many, many Catholic organizations are not that up to date. The, the parishes I've worked in I've worked hard just to get them to get out of their dinosaur technology and get up with the time so that they can do more proficient and efficient work in the church. Stop operating in like the stone ages. And once they do that, they, they, it literally goes from here to here. But man, we're behind the time so often.
1: Yeah. You know, Brian, what you, you've just mentioned something very important. In, at the parish level, there are all sorts of people in the parish who run successful businesses and they could be advisors to young entrepreneurs starting out. They could form capital pools. We could build parish credit unions again to provide a little bit of lending uh, for, for small business. We could provide advice. We could provide, you know, you could say a, an advisory board service within our parishes because there are people who are successful and rather than just working, you know, solely for their own interest, they could at the, at the uh, focusing at the parish level can you imagine having young entrepreneurs who want to create a business, or a family who wants to create a family business, or a, a busy mother or father who wants to create a side gig? Inside of each parish, there are people who can help, and so we could actually create a Catholic economy by just working at the parish level alone. Never mind out in the wider community.
0: Wow! And all of that sounds amazing. To be honest, and, you know, I could tell you've thought about a lot about this, and you have like game plans. You know, we do. We have game plans. <laughs> <laughs>
1: awesome. Thank you.
0: And that's great. Um, you know, thank you so much for sharing, you know, just, a you know, the tip of the iceberg of your wisdom with us. And uh, I want to direct people to, you know, you and to your website and to what you do. And so anyone out there, if you're struggling financially, if you're a business that's struggling financially, if you're, you know, a diocese or a priest or someone, a family is struggling, you know, financially. There's a lot of financial planners. I have like six friends who are financial planners and they're all Catholic and they're all willing to help you. But you know, if you want to take a business to the next level, then call the CEO, the Catholic CEO. And and, uh, he's a wonderful guy. I've had a wonderful chance to talk with him one-on-one and uh, he really is a great help. So uh, thank you, Henry, for joining us today. I really appreciate you sharing that wisdom with us.
1: Thanks again for inviting me. God bless you and your work, Brian. Thank you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And for all of you who are watching, please check out the show description notes below. I will link all of his information below. And of course, if you would like to follow us, support us, follow us on social media, you can see all of that down below as well. God bless you all and pray for us as we're always praying for you. Take care.